I would put it on the bun. You can fit the pickles. You can put fit the pickles in the pickles. You can fit the pickles in there. You can fit the pickles in there. Come on. Pickle chicken sandwich. Take it away, John Friggin' Smith. Welcome to the rabbit hole. How did we end up on that rabbit hole? Where all you knew is wrong. <laughs> and rules are just suggestions. I like the pipe. Made up as we go along. Shut up, Corn. Fuck you. And who knows what you'll find here Maybe heaven or your worst fears Whatever it may be It's yours to keep forever Just in time, you've entered a rabbit hole Please, go down further Where there's philosophy hidden within stupidity My uh, nipples are sweating <laughs> What are they doing to that chicken? They're punching holes in it. You know, what? I want to teabag that. Hank Azaria. He can make weird noises. You're fucking weird. You guys are horrible. Bunion rings? Like, I, I wouldn't eat those. What the fuck? Hey. Even if it was Paul Bunyan themed, like, you know Anyone? what I mean? Like flannel onion rings or something like that. Like, yeah, I had a heart attack. Fuck you. It's a sunny, shiny day. Yeah. <laughs> Fat people need love, too. Hello. You are just in time. We are the three J&T baggers. Ta-da! That sounded gay. I don't know why I said it like that. DJ Van Nielsen here, joined again by the... Norman Blunt. Tiger Dugan. Yes. That was very, that was very nice. Attendance. You know who else is in attendance? At least at the beginning. John freaking Smith. That beautiful song, Yours to Keep, from the album Songs of the Great Collapse, which can be found on johnfrickensmith.com and only on johnfrickensmith.com. Yeah, click the link in the description. You know how we feel about links in descriptions. Clicking them makes our nips hard. Long story short. So you've clicked on the title. You know the movie we're talking here. It's a late review time again. Some movies some are great, but our reviews are always late. Late reviews with the boys from Just In Time. This movie really wet my whistle. 2006. Feels like forever ago. Fuck, it really does. That's 15 years ago, dude. That is ass in a bag. Yeah, Ouch. 2006. That just like made that age right there can almost drive can drive a car legally in most states in America. I think I just like I think I just grew some more gray hairs in my beard with that one. Oh, he has a whole patch of white now. It's great. Getting there, corn. We next. Oh, I would definitely. We next. I thought I was going to go for that salt and pepper look, but then I was like, dude, what the hell happened right there? <laughs> Wait, so what the hell do you call me when I get gray and brown and reddish? That's fucked up. That's what that is. Call you a fucking leprechaun. An old leprechaun. <laughs> so yeah, Hollywood land. Hollywood Landia. Hollywood Landia Ville. If you keep adding, it just gets weirder and weirder, but it seems to still roll off the tongue. Adrian Brody, private investigator, has a kid with Superman issues. Yeah. That's a good way to sum up his side of the story. That's like basically his entire arc is just, he he's also like a weird guy too, like a 
I don't know. I, I didn't fully like his little tactic of like, uh, you know, want to talk to the press and you know get get. He's he's got George Reeves' mom paying him fucking to basically make himself famous. That's kind of weird. But the, the I don't know. The, for me, the the star wasn't even. I know the main character was supposed to be Adrian Brody, but the star was Ben Affleck. Hundred percent. He was playing oh, George Reeves, the actor that played Superman way, way, way back then. Back when you had to use a very, very, very light blue shirt or a gray shirt. Yeah, it started off in black and white. That should tell you. Kids, if you listen to this, TV in this time and age was in black and white and not for fun. And even when the guys wore muscle suit things underneath the, the costume, they still didn't really look as jacked as they do nowadays. Stacked dad bod, that's what that was. Yeah, it was. He didn't even look like he just had it like a really tight belt on. He looked like Chuck Liddell. Like he had a fucking wife beater underneath. You know those guys? The dad bod with the wife beater and the slacks. With their uh, belts higher than their belly button. Yeah. I'm picturing Bob Hoskins and who framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, just not as fat. Nothing against Haskins. Well, it's awesome that he was in Hollywoodland as well. Yes. I love seeing that man's face. I don't know why. Rest in peace, man. I, I, I plays a big old Hollywood magnate guy whose name is slipping my mind because I don't Same, have... Same, dude. It's fucking... Um... I'm forgetting Diane Lane's fucking character's name. Mannix. Yeah, Eddie... Is it Eddie or Ernie? I think it's Eddie. I want to say Eddie. Eddie Mannix. And what was his wife's name, though? It was. Uh, Part of me wants to say Bernice, but I'm pretty sure that's wildly inaccurate. Honestly, the only thing that would have been, like, with hindsight, it's cool looking back on this movie and seeing Ben Affleck wearing the Superman costume. Just knowing that in the future, you know, he hunts down Superman. Why did you say that name? (laughs) And the fact that corn uh, in Hollywood Land—you've seen Hollywood Land. You didn't see Hollywood Land. Well, uh, Batman bangs Superman's mom. Yeah, interesting. This was before BVS. He bangs Martha. Interesting. But he's playing Superman also to where I don't know. Now this is based loosely on it. When I say not even based on a true story, I think it's more just like expanding on like uh, how the Black Dahlia movie expands on. Mm-hmm. The you know, story that we know. Two events, but just tries to weave its own narrative into it. Mm-hmm. But that's what I liked about Ben Affleck's acting in that one is you actually saw him go through, go from being a like a trying to rising, trying to be a rising star in Hollywood to you know being having to accept that he's gonna be you know just the superhero to all the kids. You know, that moment in the restaurant when he stops and just sees that crowd of kids. He doesn't have his cigarette anymore, and he just does the pose real quick. And they all lose their fucking minds. Because <laughs> that's what kids do when Superman poses. That means at one point in time, maybe one of these superheroes that we know and love is just going to pose. Yeah. Or shoot himself. That's what I meant by pose when you said at that time was well, yeah, I mean, shoot himself. Fuck, man, look how... I know it wasn't suicide, obviously, but fucking Chadwick Boseman, that one actually, like, hurt. Like, goddamn, you're going to kill the pamphlet? 
And it's not even like somebody killed it. Like, like fuck. See, the one down point of the story of George Reeves, if he did kill himself, is yes, he had the, he had a sugar mama that was taking care of him, bought him a house, paying him an allowance. But fuck. One second. Well, he was going through a midlife crisis. No, fucking midlife crisis. If he didn't have the money, it would be more understandable. Because how uh, they tell you in the movie, and also if you like hear the true story too, he got paid shit for Superman. Oh, for Superman, he had to use the like odd jobs on the outside and yeah. appearances and whatnot. So. I can see where that would fucking suck if you weren't like, uh, what's the, what's a, what's a sugar, I guess a sugar baby? If you weren't independent. Yeah. If you were completely independent, doing that would fucking blow. And probably cause massive depression. Fuck no, I'm cheap. I would still work for mines and take a free house. I would drive all the way from Hemet to here if some bitch was paying my damn. Or from Hemet to here, from fucking Los Angeles to Hemet, just to fucking go to work, and then go back home to that nice-ass Hollywood house, and get to bang the sugar mama, too? Shit. <laughs> Shit. See, that's, that's the only problem, is the, I get where, like, because, uh, like, the, the little, like, video thing at the end, where, like, him, you know, rolling around in the gi and whatnot, and, you know, kind of facing... Facing the facts that age was catching up. Because you got to remember, too, back then, they got famous at, like, late ages sometimes. Especially men. Yeah, they were like, you're not distinguished enough. Well, it's because their cameras were not, they weren't as clean and crisp. So they couldn't capture all the emotion. Or they couldn't capture, you know what I mean? I need to see your eyebrow lines wiggle. Yeah. That's why so many actors had to go overboard and shit. And yell and make sure they fucking clip the mics, which, like, drives me nuts. Not really. I I enjoy it with older movies. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, like I said, Adrian Brody's, that the, the kid was an emotional little bitch. Like, I can understand being disappointed, you know. The only thing I can compare that to is... <sighs> No kid should be that bummed about Superman, even if that's like the only TV show you really get in your area at that time because it was all black and white or whatever. Fucking A, dude. Like, Layla came up to me the day that Adam West died and was like, did you know Batman died? And I was like, she's never even really watched the old school Batman, so it was like, okay, cool. Yeah, she knows there's plenty of Batman. Well, that's the thing, too, though, was back then, it wasn't just that that wasn't the only thing that was on, it was that that was the only Superman. Yeah, like, yeah. Nowadays, we do have the benefit of being able to, you know what I mean? Christopher Reeve, of course, fucking in the legendary fucking rest in peace, goddamn Richard Donner, speaking of those old Superman movies. But you know what I mean? Henry Cavill, I fucking love Henry Cavill as he is. Sounds a little gay, but he's fucking built for the goddamn role. One of the first Superman actors to actually be built for the role. See him without a shirt off and just say that's a lie and I'll call you a liar. Like that's one of those like Tell me this tell me those pecs don't belong to Superman. Exactly. Tell me those pecs that is super pecs. Wing how fucking Chris Evans has America's ass, guess what? Mm. Superman's got the pecs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
pulled it off greatly. I loved it. And a little bit of chest hair worked. He might not have gotten the best material to work with, but he did a good job with what he had. Hey man, that was cool. That Chris fucking in. So yeah, see the and see there we go again, breaking off and shit. We actually had a kerfuffle last week, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Hollywood Land. Anything? Anything else really? Uh, I mean, honestly, if I was gonna suggest it to someone, I would say. I mean, hell, honestly, I would suggest it to someone. I would kind of said that weird. If you were having like a nor date, like a. You know what I mean? Like yeah, if you're going through like a detectives list, because if you really think about it, honestly, there's not that many that are good. Mm-mm. They have a few that are. We're talking about ones from like our era too. Though. Yeah, because '90s had them made in the '40s, you know, like in that style. But movies that were made nowadays with that time style. pieces. Because I love, I love seeing how present day and you know what I mean looks back on those times. And what they choose to include and what they choose not to include, you know? I think that was a little bit of the fun with, like, Great Gatsby. Okay. I'm not putting it in the same, like, genre, but... No, fuck off. Only because the the Jay-Z, man. Yeah, that shit was stupid. Jay-Z did not need to be in no. Great Gatsby. They could just put music from the time and it would have been awesome. I mean, they were integrating music from the time. Like that, that was what was done. Just use regular music. You do not need Jay Z. You have Leonardo to fucking Caprio. Let him carry the goddamn movie. But I've digressed. Cause yeah, I, I think that's what the theme we're sticking with. After talking about Eleanor and just like getting that music stuck in our head, just like I kind of like, I kind of like that. I always, those were always some of my favorite uh, moments on like. Uh, Who's lying and shit? That's why we had brought it up during the fucking Eleanor thing and shit. You know? But uh, she came into the bar. That's what I think that's the hardest part with this movie is that it's, it's, you know, I mean, obviously there's a lot of fictitious parts and whatnot. And it, uh, and because there's so many, they, you know, Adrian Brody's characters basically visualizing multiple versions of the. You know what I mean? The final moments. No matter, like, you just kept having to see Ben Affleck's naked body. Just, like, over and, like, that was the one thing that they made sure to keep. Like, I get it. That's how he was found. But it was just weird having to keep seeing Ben Affleck disrobe because it was, like, a chunkier Ben Affleck. It was probably the first time I've seen Ben Affleck with any kind of meat on his bones besides muscle, you know? The slight double. But that's how men looked back then. He, he, Nailed the dad bod. Perfect. That sounds weird, because that's like pretty much what he did for Batman, but like steroid dad bod. CGI abs. Cut dad bod. From what I've heard, I think that I think those were actually his abs. I feel like that was CGI, but... I don't think that... Yeah, he was really actually fit. Yeah, he really was working out for that shit. That's the thing that was weird where everyone was calling him fat, dude. It's like, dude, when you're carrying that much weight and you actually are like have muscles and shit, you can eat six Big Macs and it's not going to do shit. You need protein. It's because they were so used to uh, Christian Bale's like, extremely slim Batman. Like He looked buff without the shirt on and shit, but... The first one was crazy because that's the one that they were talking about. You made it all the way up to like 300 pounds and they're like, come the fuck down. Yeah. So that's a lot of muscle mass. And then he lost. I don't know how he. Christian Bell's a fucking enigma. I don't know how he did that. 
He's an ass. He lost muscle mass like, in he's a quick doing ass that form. Just to try to one up Daniel Day Lewis because they're being compared already for their commitment to method acting and whatnot. But Christian Bill makes the body transformations. It's not always for the better, though. I didn't watch that Duke. There we go, breaking off again, though. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, uh, I guess we can wrap up the, at least the the you know what I mean. This this edition of the yeah, it's a short one, but realistically, there's not as as much as I like the flow and I like fucking Ben Affleck and shit. There's not a whole too much to describe or want to go through. If you haven't seen it, I would say watch it. Okay.